You are listening to Your Word on the Way. We trust the Word of God to encourage you, comfort you, and even challenge you as you grow in your walk with the Lord. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and podcast. Thanks again for joining us for Your Word on the Way. one part so we can get to the next part. Finally, why? For yield. So R was what? Does anybody remember? How to be led by the Spirit. What was R? What was L? And Y is yield. Can everybody say yield? Can somebody explain to me what a yield sign is used for? Not Robert, because I doubt that he does it. Does anybody know what a yield sign is used for? You know what a yield sign is for? Please tell me. It tells you to slow down. Slow down, and there's one other aspect to it. Wait. To wait for what? Yeah, somebody else gets to go first. You follow them. If there's somebody else there, they go first. So if we want to be led by the Holy Spirit, we have to learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit comes first. You yield to Holy Spirit. It doesn't mean you don't have a car and you don't eventually go. It means you yield to him. He comes first. You're after him. Whatever he says goes. Yielding means I know what he wants me to do. You're not wondering. You're not unsure. You're not looking in the word. What do you think he would have me do? The Spirit of God has clearly spoken to you. And you know what you need to do, but you're like in that place. Father, not my will, but your will be done. Please take this cup from me. Sometimes he's going to speak to you to talk to your neighbor and tell them about Jesus, even though they've told you several times they don't like that junk. That was my one neighbor who like F-bombed me every time I told him about Jesus. I kept telling him about Jesus. Why? Because I was his neighbor, and I was put there for a purpose and for a reason. And I may have been the only person who ever told him about Jesus. I know that he eventually came down with some kind of cancer. And I'm, I'm trusting that he heard and heeded the warning from the Lord that I gave to him several times. You've been put here for a reason. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. You have to yield to him. Who cares if you're persecuted? They can't put your body in hell. Who cares if they don't like what you say? Are they your master? Are they your savior? Are they the one who's going to reward you at the end of the day? No. Are they somebody who can destroy your soul? No. What's more important? Your body? Your friends? Your popularity? How people look at you? Or God? God is far more important. And obviously sometimes we don't act like that. And I'm just being honest, I don't always act like that. You know, God always talks to me to talk to people in the grocery store about Jesus and pray for them. And I'm like, I come here but once a year now. Um, And I don't always listen. I'm just being honest. I don't always listen. I don't always yield. Um, But I can tell you that the, the first time that you say yes to God, it's much easier to say yes after that. On the flip side, the first time you say no to God, it continues to become easier to say no to him. Um, I want to encourage you to be people who say yes to him. And it it gets easier. It just gets more simple. I I know when I was a kid, 
um, the Lord had spoke to me and said, and this was the spirit of God telling me what I had to do. He said, stop watching that show. And I was like, I have one show that I like to watch. And I don't even think it was that bad. It was just dramatic. And I was like, I liked the drama. I like, wanted to be in the drama because I wasn't at school. I didn't have any friends. And so like I sat by myself, there was no, I didn't know what the drama was. And so I liked the show, and I was like, but God, I like the show, and that's all I have. Do you, how much more could I possibly give you, God? Like, for real. I learned it from the show. That's probably why he was like, please stop watching the show. And so I was like, how much more could I give you? As if the show was a big deal. Um, man, looking back on that, that was a great deal. Just stop watching the show. So I said yes to him. And I didn't watch the show anymore. And I, like, I forgot about it. I didn't even know what time it was on anymore. And it's so funny. The things that you give up for God, you forget about. Yeah. And he then implants something in you that's far more valuable. I know I was able to spend more time with him. And I know I just said yes. I don't even know the reason still. But I know I submitted to him and he did something in me because of my submission. And we need to yield to the Holy Spirit. Everybody say yield. This is how we actually get filled with the Holy Spirit and we have the ability to speak in tongues. It's not that he takes our mouths and he starts to like move it for us. Um, he gives us that language, that heavenly language, and we have to open up our mouths, use our lips, our tongue, and speak in those other tongues. Um, he gives us that Holy Spirit supernatural language that enables our spirit to speak directly to his spirit. But we have to submit, we have to yield our body to his pleading, and we have to actually open up our mouths and use it. The Bible says that the spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet. That means that you could actually quench the Holy Spirit. You could actually keep the Holy Spirit from doing something that he wants to do. Um, that's what Minister, I have it in my notes, what Minister Robert said earlier, don't be a church that quenches the spirit. Don't be a person that quenches the spirit in your life. You've got to learn how to yield to the spirit. You can fan into flame the gift of God in your life. You can quench the Holy Spirit. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. You can resist the Holy Spirit. How many of you guys have ever resisted the Holy Spirit, especially in your younger years? You can resist the Holy Spirit or you can yield to the Holy Spirit. That's when I know what God wants me to do. I know what God is telling me to do. And I've got to take that step in submission and in humility and actually do what he wants me to do. I was reading about Abraham. How many of you guys know the story about Abraham? All of you. Good job. They know more than I did at their age. So Abraham had a servant, and his servant was supposed to go and find a wife for Abraham's son. How many of you guys would have liked to choose the spouse of your child? Because, anyway. But he was on a mission. He was told by his master what to do, and he was on a mission. And so he finds, I think her name is Rebecca, and he goes back to her home and he speaks to her family. And the Bible tells us that they sat down for a meal and he doesn't eat the meal. He says, before we eat, I have to tell you what I've come here for. 
So he is putting aside even his need for food. He just traveled. I don't know how far he traveled. If I did know, I probably would get it wrong when I told you anyway, um, if I did actually study that. But he, tra- he just got done traveling. And he sits down to eat and he says, before I eat, I've got to, I've got to tell you why I'm here. And I want to know whether or not I'm going to be successful. Will you let Rebecca go home with me for her to marry my master's son? He gives a huge, like, a huge spiel. Like, it was, that was quite an engagement story. Um, And he doesn't eat until he knows that he's completed his mission. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things he's going to add to us. Sometimes we got to put aside our, our desires Sometimes we've got to put aside even our needs and yield to the Holy Spirit. We've got to put him first. How many of you have ever fasted before? Do you know that you need food? Like you need food. But you put aside your need. Why? Because I want to yield to the Holy Spirit. I want to submit to him. I want to put aside my needs. I want to put aside my desires. I want to put all of these other things to the side because I want to yield to him. Some of us have to put down our phones or put down our gaming systems because we want to yield to the Holy Spirit because we want to put him first. He should always be first. So how can I be led by the Holy Spirit? I've got to yield to him. I come after you, God. My thoughts, my feelings, my desires, my needs, I choose you. And you know that he's going he's gonna to fulfill every one of your needs. You know he's going to give to you everything that you need. You know that he's going to provide for you. So it shouldn't be hard for us to yield to him first, to submit to him first. We need to be led. We need to be led because there's people's eternities at stake and there's also an enemy who's coming after you and God has also given us a mission. He's given us things to do and he wants us to shine forth the glory of God. Jesus yielded to the Father. Could you imagine what our lives would be like, our eternities would be like, if Jesus didn't yield If he didn't submit, if he didn't say, God, you go first. God, you go first. I want to be led by you. I want to walk by the Spirit. And you know, it's not always easy. Meaning it's not like you might ruffle some feathers. People might not be happy with you when you really get serious about being led by the Holy Spirit. Galatians says that the Spirit or the flesh contends with the Spirit. You know what that means? Have you ever met somebody who you're like, I feel like they just don't like me. And like, it's not really a personality thing because you feel like you get along with them. But there's something about them that you know they don't like you. And then here it turns out, they just really don't like that you're a Christian. And that's the truth of the matter is that the spirit and the flesh, they're, they're, they're opposed to each other. They don't agree with each other. You're going to stand out. Jesus said, come out from among them and be separate. I don't know if Jesus said it. Somebody said it in the Bible. Come out from among them and be separate. Be separate. Be different. You've got to come to a place where you realize when you are walking 
by the Spirit, when you're being led by the Spirit of God, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. It's going to be like a stench to other people, but to God it's like an aroma. To other believers it's like an aroma. You've got to be willing to stink to the world if you want to bring the light to them. If you want to bring something to them of value, you've got to be willing to step up and step out and be different. You can't be like everybody else and also be like God. You can't have fellowship with the world. You can't be like the world and also be like God. That's not how it works. And we as people, we as Christians, we as believers, Holy Spirit-led believers, need to be willing to be persecuted. Sometimes, I was talking to Vanessa about this, we talk often about how, like, praise God, there's not that much persecution, but also there's not that many Christians standing up. We would be persecuted if we said, no, I'm not into the homosexual agenda. And if we were as loud as they are. We would be persecuted. Um, we would be cur- persecuted if we said, no, I don't want drag queens in my child's school. And we were as loud about it, because we could say no. We were like, no, I don't like that. Did you hear what they said? Did you hear? <laughs> if we were as loud about it as they are, we would be persecuted. You've got to get used to not being liked in this world. We're in this world, but we're not of it. And we've got to be willing to take a stand. Praise God that the Satan after school Satan Club was canceled. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. It's only a matter of time till they try something else and try something more wicked. But as wickedness abounds, the grace of God will bound all the more. But I want us to be a church, a people of God, that are, we're going to stand up and we're willing to receive persecution because we're willing to actually open up our mouths. We're willing to stand up against the stuff that does not belong, stuff that does not belong, because God didn't call us to those types of things. Amen? Why don't we stand to our feet for a moment? It would be foolish if we ended this night. First, we're going to have an altar call, and then we're going to receive an offering. But it would be foolish if we ended this night without giving you an opportunity to be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a Holy Ghost night. So if you're here tonight and you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God is here. I want you to come right up here to the altar. We're going to pray for you. If you have not yet received the gift of the Holy Spirit, you have not spoken in tongues yet, and you want to receive the Holy Spirit, I'd like you to come forward. We're going to pray for you. Anybody in this place that you would say, that's me. I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you can come on and stand here. Anybody else that you would say, I want to get filled with the Holy Ghost? Amen. Not to be shocked. Yeah, amen. Anybody else come on up? You'd say, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. Praise God. Anybody else need to be filled with the Holy Ghost? You're not yet filled? You would say, I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, what I think is so cool. And the Spirit of God spoke to me uh, the one day when we were singing something, is that the disciples in the upper room were the last people who had to wait for the Holy Spirit. We don't have to wait anymore. Amen. Amen. You heard me earlier say that we've got to yield to the Holy Spirit. So again, God is not going to move your mouth. He's not going to move your tongue. 
He doesn't get in there and wiggle it around. You got to actually open up your mouth, begin to speak out the syllables that he gives you. But know that this is a supernatural language. It does not sound like English. It may not sound like anything that you've ever heard before, and it may not make sense to you unless the Spirit of God gives you the interpretation. But as the Spirit of God fills you tonight, everybody I'm, say, I'm getting filled. As the Spirit of God fills you tonight, know without a shadow of a doubt that that is His Holy Spirit speaking through you, and just speak it out and let that river flow. Everybody say, let it flow. flow. Alright, come on, let's lift our hands to heaven. I'm going to lay hands on those of you who are up front. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Be ye filled with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. 